Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob and this week by Eric Wong. With folks can help you find the method of the madness. Reasonably reasonable. Make sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? Fantastic. <laughs> Having a great time. You, you know what? I'm I'm beginning to I'm beginning to wish that AIDS were real. That was Aaron's joke. That's what I was going to say. They're pushing the same shit. The same shitty hoax. The guys that fell for the last so one. So rudely interrupted you. That was so... Was oh my... That was just fruit. so over-the-top gay. Anyways. I think the video topped it, too. You're, you're, you're new to the vaccine songs, right, Eric? Uh, not anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> Papa your <laughs> vaccine song, Charity. That's my specialty, Eric. Dude, Bob's got a whole album so far now. <laughs> He's got like we've had to listen to like twelve of these goddamn things so far. I've had to sc- each one keeps Bob. You know, like they keep ramping up. They they outdo the one before it every time. I've had to screen at least a few every episode too, because like there are some really bad ones out there, and there there was there was a high production one that I was gonna bring in, but it, it was just too long and too unbearable. I don't know. I couldn't put you guys through that. Can I ask for a favor? Can you just pick like worst of the worst (laughs) next week? Like three terrible, (laughs) terribly done vaccine songs. I want to see them poorly executed. (laughs) I would actually, I would really enjoy that. (laughs) More importantly, we have a, we have a guest. Yes. Eric Wong. How are you doing this evening, sir? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for coming on, bud. Yeah, this is a follow-up to Colin. You're going to convince... That, well, we have a we have something that we don't do normally. Eric is going to convince, try to convince me of a conspiracy that I think sounds fucking stupid right <laughs> off the bat. So I'm very excited to see if you can sway me. And I have to say that I find it very compelling. Um, it it definitely is the most logical through Occam's razor is the most uh, reasonable outcome or the most reasonable thing that happened in this scenario. I, I think. You don't know what the fuck reasonable means. <laughs> if you think that's the most reasonable outcome. <laughs> the before we get to the conspiracy, I'll have Eric describe it in a second. The voicemail line is one eight thirty three six 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 nine eleven. One eight three three six 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 zero nine one one. Eric was originally a voicemail caller, and now he's on the show. What? How did that? How did that work? That could be this you. This could happen to oh, yeah. you. <laughs> This was all off your voicemail. This is why I thought it was so stupid, because I heard it on there. So please, describe to us what this conspiracy is. Well, the the gist of the matter is very simple. Bruce Lee was assassinated. (laughs) Aaron, Aaron's so taken aback already. He's like, what? How could... (laughs) I just, I can't see it as being called an assassination. That's like for like a leader. It's like that stupid Chris Rock. Bit. the most famous guy in all Hong Kong. Chris Rock bit. Well, no, it's like where he's like Martin Luther King was assassinated. John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Tupac and Biggie, they got shot. Do, do not like, believe that did, Bruce Lee yeah, could lead like, a revolution. Uh, I just wouldn't call it an assassination. A, a murder, sure. A hit was taken out on him. I mean, I, I feel like at this point you're splitting hairs. Uh, cause, but, and, and we'll get into this, but the official story 
is that Bruce Lee died from a medical accident. And I am here to say that Bruce Lee was intentionally killed. You call it murder. You call it assassination. It doesn't matter. The point still stands. Well, hold on. Let me clarify this. He, the, the actual documented um, receipt on his death certificate says that he uh, suffered death by misadventure. You stole my line. I was going to get into that. <laughs> okay, sorry. get into that now. So, uh, well, there, there are two official narratives, but yeah, Eric, start, yeah. start out. So, this, on July 20th, 1973, <clears throat> Bruce Lee was in Hong Kong to have dinner with George Lazenby, with I whom really he like intended to movie. make a film. Yes, I actually do like his Bond movie. Fight me. Oh, okay. Anyway, so Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee was, uh, talking with George Lazenby about making a movie together. Uh, Bruce Lee met with his film producer, Raymond Chow, who we'll get into Raymond's background in a little bit, to discuss the making of the film Game of Death. And you probably recognize Game of Death as an actually released Bruce Lee movie. Uh, he was like halfway through the film when he died, and they got stand-ins to replace him, and it was really bad and very, very funny. Anyway, so... Bruce Lee worked with Raymond Chow for several hours, and then they drove to the home of Bruce Lee's colleague, Betty Ting Pei, who is a Taiwanese actress. Bruce and Raymond and Betty, they went over lines, they were going through their scripts. Bruce Lee left with Raymond Chow to attend a dinner meeting with George Lazenby. Later that night, Bruce goes back to Betty's apartment to practice lines. He complained of a headache, so Betty gave him a painkiller, which name I'm probably going to but- butcher, but it's uh, Equagesic, E-Q-U-A-G-S-I-C. Uh, basically, it contains both aspirin and a tranquilizer called m- Meprobamate? Meprobamate. Yep. Um, after she gave him the pill, Bruce Lee went to lie down, take a nap, sleep off this headache. And he died in his sleep. Can I ask a question? Yeah. This is my prosomate or whatever with the horse tranquilizer. I, I think I heard. Is that horse tranquilizer or is it just regular tranquilizer? tranquilizer. J- just a tranquilizer. Okay. So this uh This was like a this was a legitimate medicine that you could buy. Okay, at the time. so people do take this. Yes. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure this wasn't like some cut up Hollywood just for Hollywood uh, super painkiller because uh, Hollywood people dying of painkillers <laughs> doesn't ever really shock me that much. So, a, because they can afford it and B, because those shits are awesome. If I was going to OD <laughs> on something, I can absolutely see the ODing on painkillers. They're like dangerously great. So I totally get why Hollywood people always die from them. Um, A, a, com- a comment on that. Uh, apparently he had uh, Bruce Lee had received um, Equidrastic and taken it before uh, so uh, th- there, there's a history of him taking it as well. And uh, yeah, speaking of painkiller celebrity death, I believe that the guy who did the autopsy also did a Jimi Hendrix autopsy. Is uh, does that sound right, Eric? That is correct. Yes. Cool. So yeah, lo- lots of, lots of history with uh, OD autopsies. This guy. Yeah. Celebrity well, can, doc. Okay, I have to interject with something really stupid because oh, yeah? I can't ever imagine that Jimi Hendrix is ever going to come up naturally on the show too often. But we'll look, we can look at it another time. But guys, you should look up Morgan Freeman is Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not even kidding. Their faces what? are so identical. It's insane. It's scary. And J- Morgan Freeman's first role was a Broadway play, like, six months before Jimi Hendrix died. And, like, he- Morgan Freeman's career basically started right when Jimi Hendrix let's, died. Let's do a 27 Club episode. And they episode look identical. Everyone's still alive, actually. It's... <laughs> I'm not saying it's real. I don't know. It's this isn't like Paul McCartney, but if you just look at the pictures side by side, those dudes look exactly the same. It's fucking crazy. Okay. And they'd be like the same age. This like Morgan Freeman is like the same age as Jimi Hendrix would be. It's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> back to the story. So I no, this is getting me to believe Wong a little bit more though. This this pushed the needle like two percent. <laughs> if it's the same guy. That's faking fucking Jimi Hendrix's death so that he can turn into. Yeah, they already used the fake doctor. Jesus, (laughs) (laughs) Aaron's practically sold already. (laughs) I'm not even. No, I'm not even close yet. But you know what it actually did? It made me sold more on the Jimi Hendrix thing. I'm like, maybe I gotta look at this. (laughs) So Bruce Lee complains of a headache. He takes this medicine. He goes to lie down for a nap. A couple hours later. Betty finds him unresponsive on the couch. She calls an ambulance. He's pronounced dead on arrival to the hospital. Declared a death by misadventure. That is somehow a real medical term. Uh, There were no visible external injuries, however. According to the autopsy reports, Bruce Lee's brain had swollen 13% in his little skull. And that's what killed him. Hold on. Doesn't that mean... Though misadventure, doesn't that just mean it's your fault? Like you OD'd and it means it's you took unnecessary to, risk. Yeah, attributed to an accident that occurred due to a risk that was taken voluntarily. So generally okay. OD. Just, just curious. Anyways, brain swelling. Yeah. All right. So and bear in mind, uh, even though Josh beat me to the punch, this is a medication that he has taken before without dying. That I found interesting, because they did claim allergy, wasn't it? Allergic reaction? Something like Correct, that. yes. But according to allergists who don't know anything about anything, you can develop an allergy at any time with anything, for any reason. So. Shit, I better make an appointment tomorrow and have him run me through the gambit of all the shit that it's causing. Exactly. You should be terrified. Are you allergic to peanut butter <laughs> today? I <hear> myself. <laughs> Every day you have to check if you're allergic to peanut butter. I, I, f- fear is the one thing that doesn't cause allergies. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Sorry, Eric. Okay. No, no, no. It's quite so. So that's the official story. Um, that's that's. I mean that that is what happened, right? Uh, what I'm here to discuss is was Bruce Lee intentionally poisoned with this pill? Maybe the pill was laced. I, I, I don't have the answer to that, and I won't be able to provide that answer to you today. But in order for me to proceed, I'm going to have to give you some background information about Bruce Lee, about the film industry in China at the time around his death. In China in the 60s and 70s, the two largest film production companies were Golden Harvest and Wynn Entertainment. Bruce Lee was loyal to Golden Harvest because he was personal friends with the head producer of the studio, Raymond Chow which is the man that he was with on the day of his death. Win Entertainment was run by a man named Charles Hung. Charles Hung 
was the son of the most powerful triad leader in China. Triad being okay. like a game. Triad meaning the, yes. the mafia. Okay. <laughs> the Chinese, the yakuza, the yeah. Okay. Yakuza. The yakuza's Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. The the triads are the Chinese. The Chinese mafia. So completely legitimate connection here. Side, side note: Can you guys think of a less scary mafia than a Chinese? Mafia? <laughs> like, are, aren't they like the, the biggest <laughs> no and worst friends, in the world? Like... Well, let me tell you a few things about the Chinese mafia. It's funny you bring that up because the Chinese, the the, all right, back up. Win Entertainment obviously has a bit of a sketchy history because the leader of the group is the son of a triad warlord. You might recognize Win Entertainment from such cinematic hits as murdering Jet Li's agent in 1991 after he refused to do business with Win Entertainment. Why well, I love that movie. You might also <laughs> like the movie firebombing Andy Lau's girlfriend's apartment to force Andy Lau to make movies exclusively for Win Entertainment. Now, uh, okay, hold on. These two this incidents is, is this common knowledge? Yes, these is two these two knowledge? incidents they're not conspiracies. This is common knowledge. It is known. Oh, okay. I did not know that. <laughs> but then again, yeah, I'm I'm not a huge purveyor of uh Chinese martial art uh um feuds <laughs> and mafia feuds. <laughs> it 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 gets more interesting. So Betty Ting was the person who gave Bruce Lee the pill that killed him. Who was Betty Ting? Let's learn a few things about her. She was a Taiwanese actress. Her grandfather was the chief of police of Beijing, which, other than being the capital of China, was home to several prominent ancient kung fu schools. This might be relevant. We'll touch on that in a moment. Betty Ting's uncle was Zhang Zulang, the warlord of Manchuria. He is a, a bit of a hero to the Chinese Communist Party, a bit of a, like a folk hero, and he also Fucking. had sex with Benito Mussolini's daughter. Fucking what? Yeah, that's a fun piece of trivia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This guy sounds awesome. <laughs> it kind of does. Yeah, if he killed Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee deserved it. Well, so na naturally, the fact that she gave him the pill that killed him and that he died in her apartment... Obviously, after this happened, she was blamed for his death, right? Point A to point B, it's pretty obvious. She was harassed so much by fans of Bruce Lee and by the paparazzi, by the media, that she claims to have fallen into bouts of schizophrenia afterwards. This is commonly known in the justice system as pleading insanity. <laughs> this is also commonly known as knowing any woman of her being a real <laughs> drama queen. Being called out on their bullshit. And they're like, wow, you can't do that. <laughs> so, it, I, I want to comment too. Every, everything I read uh, listed her as being a mistress of Bruce Lee. Um, is this accurate? And is there like a, an Im implied crime of passion uh, scenario? This is accurate. Uh, in 2006, she gave an interview where she admitted that she was fucking Bruce Lee. And that his wife didn't know about it. Uh, Betty Ting wrote a, an autobiography, and I believe she confirmed it in her autobiography as well. Well, obviously, he went willingly to her apartment by himself. No, he uh, wasn't by himself. Quote, rehearse lines. He drove over yeah. there with the producer, right? Well, but went went back later. Oh, uh, okay. Himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So you may mourn for love lost, obviously. This was very hard on Betty. She lost her lover. You'll be happy to know that Betty Ting eventually found love again. Four years after Bruce Lee's death, she married Charles Hung, the man in charge of Wynn Entertainment and son of one of the most powerful triad mafia bosses in China. Fucking gold digger. <laughs> That's what you have to, to, to be upset about, Josh? <laughs> Wait, have, has there been any incidents with Bruce Lee and Wynn before he died? That are known about at all? That you know about? There was nothing specific that I could find, but it is not outside of the realm of possibility for them to have asked him to star in one of their movies and him to say, no, I like working with Golden Harvest or like Raymond Chow is my buddy. Um, I wasn't able to find any specific quotes or conversations, but given that Bruce Lee was Bruce Lee and Win Entertainment was the second largest film company in China... It's very, very likely that they've crossed paths at some point before. Okay, that makes sense. The one, okay, so the triad thing makes sense. What doesn't make sense is where do the ancient Kung Fu families come in? <laughs> Let them get there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. We, we, are, gonna, we are going to... Let's talk about that. So... Bruce Lee, uh, amongst the many things he was famous for, his greatest contribution to martial arts was Jeet Kundo, which was a martial art that he founded. It was the world's first mixed martial art. When you think of mixed martial arts now, you think of things like a UFC. Uh, yeah, you got the grappling and the, art- and the punching and the, all of it. All yes, together. exactly. Mixed martial arts did not exist until Bruce Lee literally invented it with Jeet Kundo. And actually, if I may go on an aside, the the story of how he founded Jeet Kundo is really cool. You so lost the guy Bruce in a fight. Lee, sorry, go on. Yes, actually, uh, Bruce. Bru- yeah, or a wrestler, right? Yes, Bruce Lee was a Wing Chun student. He learned Wing Chun from his mentor Ip Man. They made a bunch of movies about Ip Man. You probably well, I saw heard the first of them. one. Yeah. So Bruce Lee studied Wing Chun from Ip Man. He goes to Hollywood, gets a job as Kato in the Green Hornet TV show. At some point in his Hollywood career, he meets a man named Gene LaBelle, who is a judo master and a stuntman. Uh, Gene LaBelle was part of the inspiration for Brad Pitt's character Cliff Booth in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. The scene where he picks up Bruce Lee and like threw him into a car, that actually happened. Gene LaBelle was like six foot two, six foot three, two hundred something pounds. Bruce Lee was five foot eight, one hundred forty pounds. At this point in his life, Bruce Lee had only really studied Wing Chun, and Gene LaBelle picks up Bruce Lee, the biggest badass in the world, picks him up over his head and just hurls him. And it's at that point that Bruce Lee realizes if this was a real fight, he could have just killed me if he wanted to. And there was nothing in Wing Chun that Bruce Lee could have done to have defended against someone twice his size just picking him up and manhandling him. So Bruce realized there are limitations to Wing Chun. There are limitations to every martial art. So I am going to take bits and pieces of all of these different types of Kung Fu and combine them together because Wing Chun's really good at this. And 
this other martial art may be really good at something else. And other martial arts are good at grappling. Some are good at striking. Some are good at kicking. So if I learned a little bit from each one, then I'll have all my bases covered and I'll be the biggest badass in the world. What he did was considered a sacrilege of the highest order to the Chinese because these martial arts schools, some of them have been around for literally thousands of years. And you did not mix martial arts. If you studied Northern Shaolin Kung Fu, that is what you studied and practiced your whole life. If you studied Wing Chun, that is what you practiced your entire life. If you studied Tai Chi, that is what you practiced your entire life. You stuck with that art and you never, never mixed it with any other art. It, it just didn't happen. It was unheard of an unspeakable sin in Chinese culture. What's the realistic, I guess, rivalry between different uh, schools of Chinese martial arts? Like, what, what's the actual tension or conflict situation like there, the separation between them that would uh, amount to a situation like this where you don't mix or don't have any sort of, uh, or uh, yeah, don't um, uh, mix the martial arts? Yeah, can I ask one question about that? Like, to add on, like, what would happen if two schools went at it in 1965? Are they still like having like a karate match to the death? Are they doing this? Like, are they challenging dojos for their honors? For their honor? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about 1965, but up until like the modernization of China, probably. Okay, so we. That's I. That's why I'm wondering if that was like still kind of happened in China in like the fifth. Well, we still <laughs> like, have that now. Like up until 2018, 2019, before the coronavirus hit, there has been a guy that has been completely ostracized in China for taking MMA standard, uh, like real time MMA that you see like Conor fucking McGregor using. And applying that and fighting people from ancient Chinese houses and the Chinese government going after this guy entirely, destroying his life because he's proving beyond a reasonable doubt that these ancient like Kung Fu styles are just like essentially they're just dances. They're not actual fighting techniques and they have destroyed his life. Yeah, everybody. It's been come very clear with MMA that a real fighting style is. Jiu-jitsu and boxing. Yeah, and a combination of the I'm two. Jiu-jitsu and kickboxing. <laughs> that is that is what fighting actually is if you're Yes, brain. but the, the fact that like the 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 Chinese government, he this guy, he started saying he goes, Oh, like Kung Fu's a joke, Tai Chi's a joke, all these like ancient Chinese martial arts, they're all jokes. And he started picking fights with all of these um, martial art masters, and it turned into my style is better than your style. Like <laughs> it turned into an actual like Chinese Kung Fu movie where they're like, I, I will beat you with my style. And it, it became like a laughing stock because this brute of a guy just started pummeling like these old fucking Kung Fu masters. Cause they had no idea what a fight was. And then they, yeah. And then they blacklisted him. Some, uh, I have a clip here. I don't know if we actually need to play it, but they they did things after he disproved that like kung, or like tai chi was real. Uh, the Chinese government put him on uh, on the negative for the social credit system. They removed his ability to um, rent re uh, rent housing, own housing, uh, or even rent a hotel room. And then they also barred him from using tra uh, public transportation, including high speed trains and planes. 
Yeah, and 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 keep in mind as well is that like kung fu is an inexorable part of the heritage of China. Like it is, it is a part of Chinese history, and it's something that they're very very proud of. And this was in the era in the 1960s and the early 70s where these were the first people the to to show kung fu to the West. And obviously, Bruce Lee being the superstar that he was, the West just couldn't get enough of it. All this karate, this martial arts, it's, it's, it's cool stuff. And China was proud of it. And then along comes Bruce Lee and desecrates it by combining styles. And, uh, and another uh, thing as well is um, Bruce Lee sharing kung fu with the West, a lot, of, a lot of people in China had a very negative opinion of that. Um, a lot of them hated it. Um, this was covered actually in the uh, the movie Birth of a Dragon, which uh, covers Bruce Lee's controversial fight with Wong Jack Man. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. So Br- Bruce Lee gets challenged by a disgraced kung fu master who came from China to America. They agreed to fight each other, but they would not record it, and there were only so many witnesses allowed. And to this day, there's. No one really agrees on who won or what happened. They made a movie about it. Like three conflicting reports and no other legitimate eyewitness testimonies from, from what I read at least. Yeah. And what did what did Bruce Lee and the other guy say? Did they both say they each won? Yeah, they both said they won. Yeah, but uh, apparently this, this fight as well um, was supposedly another motivation for developing Jeet Kune Do. Yes, yeah. Because I forget exactly what style uh, Wong Jackman... Um, studied but he was he was a grandmaster he knew his shit and he allegedly the rumor is he was whooping bruce lee's ass and bruce lee's like whoa wing chung's not good enough along with getting thrown into a car by gene labelle uh northern shaolin wong jackman uh practiced northern shaolin okay honestly if bruce said that there was a that he took if if bruce lee took a bunch of northern shaolin shaolin uh monk shit I bet he got his ass whooped. Yeah, dude, you don't dude. fuck with the Shaolin. They will break your balls in half. <laughs> and and there's no way that he could keep making movies and being, like, invincible in every movie if he's like, yeah, I got beat up by the first Chinese <laughs> guy. <that killed." laughs> right, yeah, yeah, the first, like, actual martial artist that I had to fight. Uh, so, w- yeah. with, with the martial arts, I'm wondering, um, do you know, for all of Bruce Lee's movies, how many of them, his, his choreographed fighting featured uh, Jeet Kune Do versus like more traditional martial arts. Um, I don't know if that might've been an issue for uh, publicizing or making the, the face of Chinese martial arts, this mixed martial art. Uh, I don't have that information, but what information I do have is that um, a lot of Chinese people were angry at Bruce Lee's portrayal of Kung Fu. They considered it inaccurate, which was okay. dishonorable to Kung Fu as a whole, to the, the pride of China. Um, you, one of the things that Bruce Lee's famous for is his very, very loud, his hi-yahs and his screaming and his, you know, wow, like, whatever he's doing. That, uh, that, the, that constant screaming was more of a, it was more of a Japanese thing, more of a karate bit. Chinese Kung Fu was not really, they didn't really do that that much. Obviously, Bruce did it for the cameras. He did it for the movies to make it more dramatic. Um, but you could also argue that, like, that's, that's even more insulting, considering the Chinese and the Japanese have always hated each other. 
So Bruce Lee's doing Chinese martial arts while mimicking Japanese uh, karate. Like, I could see how that could rankle some feathers. So even though Bruce Lee was like a megastar and everyone in China loved him because he was the guy who was beating up all the white people, you know, um, there was a minority of people in China who viewed him as disrespectful. Maybe like government bureaucrats and people that have power in the country. Yeah, you know, people who actually like have something to gain from preserving China's heritage and culture. People yeah. perhaps people perhaps like the chief of police of Beijing, Betty Ting's uncle. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe that's a weak link. <laughs> it is a weak link. My admittedly. <laughs> okay, but it can't be entirely any... discounted. Do I have no? Oh, well, I. Uh, you have downgraded my initial stance from this is completely retarded to <laughs> I could see there being some dis some kind of uh, situation where there's a disagreement between Win Productions and then they killed them because you already have a a kind of like slight you have a pretty decent like l- like mid tier tie to that uh, Betty Lee Ting or whatever the hell her name is. Uh, She's the, obviously she marries them later, and they already kill people. But there's not a great tie from them to Bruce Lee yet, and I'm wondering: is there any tie to either Betty and Kung Fu Master people, or no, just Betty and the Mafia? Literally, just Betty and the Mafia. <laughs> just Betty and the Mafia. Uh, the, the 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 deepest tie between Betty and the 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 Kung Fu Masters, there effectively isn't one. But the point that I'm trying to illustrate is that Bruce Lee, as famous as he was, did have his critics. He had his... Um, I lost the word. Detractors? Yes, thank you. That's exactly the word that I lost. You know, uh, the, the sentiment around him was not universally positive. Now... With the information that I've provided, it's more likely that it was a mafia hit because Bruce snubbed Win Entertainment. Um, it's more likely that it was that than disgruntled Kung Fu Masters hired an assassin. But you never know. <laughs> I, got a, I got a question. Jo- Josh, maybe look this up while we talk about this or something. What Do you get brain swelling if you OD on, that, on like a tranquilizer? curious like because i'm still not no, sold more on you, the usually i still like hold him. on usually when you overdose on a tranquilizer um certain like automated functions within your body just sort of shut down that's typically what happens not typically brain swelling no yeah, you, like your heart for beats example slower or stops beating for example ketamine if you overdose on ketamine like you the the body automatically the function of breathing just stops like that that's why you just kind of just stop like what are what are some things that cause I, okay I, I do have an answer for this um so firstly with okay. regards to the original autopsy my understanding or the the idea then was that it was an allergic reaction to one of these uh one of the drugs in uh, equagesic and not specifically an overdose of it itself but uh, I think it was about 10 years ago, a new documentary came out and some uh, you know, more information or more commentary came out. And apparently the new official narrative is that 
um, it was the, the cerebral edema, the brain swelling was due to heat stroke. And there's a bit of a context where there, there's a bit of a context where um, Bruce Lee had had the sweat glands in his uh, underarm pits removed um, because he, he didn't want to like have sweaty armpits on screen. Um while uh, you know, for movies yeah yeah so so that that was a, that was a thing so he had that removed so he he didn't have as good like you know the temperature regulation in his body not be able to sweat there and um and there was an incident actually a few months earlier uh in an adr uh, or wait was it it was no was, uh, there was an incident a few months earlier um where he had uh yeah he had overheated in like a small adr booth um and he had had a minor cerebral edema already from a similar type situation. Heat stroke has a correlation with the brain swelling, at least known today from, from what I understand. So that is uh, whatever happened in Betty Ting's apartment. It was very hot. Did you, <laughs> did you have no idea the roller coaster of me deciding on this? <laughs> that you sent me on? Because you go, what, first you mean, of all... You've never heard is, of anyone getting their sweat glands surgically removed? No, hold on. This I want to break this down, because that was, that was insane. So it started off where he's like, uh, this documentary comes out where they completely change their story. So I'm like, oh, they're full of shit. He definitely was murdered. And then I'm hearing about Bruce Lee getting his armpits surgically Getting his sweat glands surgically removed. Dude, anybody that's that retarded and that egotistical, I guarantee, oh my god. Like, I, you know what? I think Bruce Lee died from fucking armpit surgery. Bruce Lee died from complications from armpit surgery. What a retard. That's not, that's my, I, it is going to be hard to take me off that stance. I literally think he might have died. Because he got his sweat glands removed and was banging some hot Vietnamese chick. And she's married to the mafia because she's so hot <laughs> that, that rich guys can afford it. Like, I think he, I think literally he died from being an, a Hollywood idiot. Spitting in the face of God. Removing his armpit glands. One of the most bizarre, strange, but true Bruce Lee facts is that he reportedly had his sweat glands removed from his under, uh, under armpits. With uh, as much as that dude works out? Yeah, but he did have a heat stroke. <laughs> he wasn't working out that day. <laughs> no, yeah. He, he took a nap, and he, and he had a yeah, heat he stroke. Yeah, he was. In bed, oh, he, yeah, he, okay, so, okay. he was like, in a yeah, real workout. So he fucked, he's getting some cardio he in. the chick. Had a heat stroke and then died from it. Yeah, do you see how fast he is? And those like they have to slow the camera down. Imagine him <laughs> fucking. He probably like that's probably why his back cracks so friction, much. Man, making those karate sounds while he's giving the, giving the stroke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why he's constantly cracking his spine like seven thousand places. That's where he like threw out every ligament in his spine from just like thrusting too quickly. And this turned into a yo. This dude died from being an idiot and removing his sweat glands, and God punished. This turned him. into a, a come town episode, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe that that's true. Why anybody would think that's a good yeah. idea? Well, to, it, yeah. Go ahead, Josh. I was just saying what what I had read, or the the supposed commentary is that um, you know, it was a problem on screen, or that like he thought sweaty armpits looked bad on on camera so like and didn't have any uh, access to, to uh, a 
any purse brain or All something. Right. This is a big hit to Eric's credibility, I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it does seem it does seem strangely coincidental that he had a heat stroke and took that tranquilizer and had an allergic reaction while he had heat stroke. Nah, they misdiagnosed yeah, the allergic reaction. The painkiller makes sense because every Hollywood star is addicted to painkillers. Yes, but 100% he did very physical stuff for his job, too. Yeah, but to get painkillers handed to him from some random, like, Chinese mafia, like, whore? Nah, she wasn't Chinese mafia yet. That he not that just, oh, oh. she was just some hot actress not that he was, was banging, and that makes total oh, sense. Oh yeah, because she just gets up and, and marries a mafia guy, and then she's in the mafia. That, now, like oh yeah. Here's she, the problem though. Here's the problem though. Is is we covered earlier how uh, Bruce Lee had already taken that medicine and had been fine. So the prevailing theory is that the medicine was doctored in some way or spiked with something else. And then you got the retard who did Jimi Hendrix's um, autopsy. What's his name? I just had it. Uh, Donald Tear, T-E-A-R-E. Was recommended by Scotland Yard, who had overseen over a thousand autopsies, was assigned to the Lee case. His conclusion was death by misadventure, caused by cerebral edema due to a reaction to compounds present in the combination medication. But this is why this checks out. He, a, Bruce Lee transitions like a big gay retard into a guy that doesn't have sweat glands. <laughs> he's such a prima donna. Then he's banging an actress because he's a degenerate Hollywood scumbag, like every degenerate Hollywood scumbag. He takes a random painkiller from a woman because we all know that men don't carry around painkillers with them. No, men don't carry around painkillers. When do you get your painkiller when you're out in public? Always from some bitch's purse. Every time. Of course that of course she has painkillers in there. Then he is not feeling good because he already had heat stroke. Brain swells. That dude died from armpit surgery. He had an <laughs> armpit malfunction that killed him. <laughs> he had an internal temperature regulation problem that, that was his ultimate demise. Yeah, the the mafia th- shit. She's just there because they're rich and powerful in China. They ain't he, that many. He of died those of dudes. spontaneous combustion, right? He just he went down to take a nap and he fucking caught fire. <laughs> the, f- the most fit, the most fit thirty-two year old on the fucking planet just takes a nap and dies because of heat exhaustion. I guess. Right, but he's an overly active. The people that die of heat exhaustion are literally athletes. Well, you realize that, right? All the people that die of heat exhaustion are like professional right. athletes. Was air conditioning time. prevalent? In 1973 in Beijing. They weren't in Beijing, yeah. were they? Beijing, Hong Kong? I don't know. Oh, no, yeah, Hong Kong. Why was Scotland Yard the one recommending? Yeah, I have no idea doctors? about that. Wouldn't they be in England and he's already talking about Wait, was Hong Kong, Hong Kong still a British colony then, yeah? Uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. So, so it totally it, make, it, it totally it checks out. It did take place in Hong Kong, where a lot of uh, yes, he died. He died in Hong shit. Kong. Yeah, yeah. A lot of nefarious shit can take place in in a uh, territory like that. Yeah, that's what's wrong with colonization. Yeah, especially if you're a big dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus. Uh, man, I didn't. I love Bruce Lee movies, and I can't believe you just made me like laugh that Bruce Lee died. Dude, I, I just I want to watch all this movies. And that like, armpit back blows my and mind. See bef- the before and after of sweaty armpit Bruce Lee. We, we need we need to do that that now that mar- movie marathon. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't need to do that. <laughs> okay, so Eric, what what is uh, what is your response? What is um, your counter arguments? To uh, the new evidence that has been presented about the Sweatlands, I or like I, I, yeah. I, I think I think there are a lot of silly coincidences that had to have happened for what Aaron believes to be true to have happened. So he acts. So he he had heat stroke, and he had an allergic reaction to a medicine. I, it, it's just it, there's too many moving parts here for, for for it to have just been an accident, right? Because bear in mind that earlier in the day, Bruce Lee he had he had dinner with George Lazenby earlier that day, right? He was the man about town. He was going off doing things. How do you get heat stroke from having dinner? Well, then he went to practice well, his lines uh, and got very dehydrated in the process. I'm sure. He he went he went to practice his lines. Yeah, I, later I Lee know. complained of a headache. King gave him painkiller. Around seven thirty, he went to lie down for a nap. Yeah, yeah. The, the scenario of how did he get heat stroke? Uh, because when, when he had a the previously recorded insta- in, instance of him having a, a cerebral edema, he was in a small recording booth, uh, recording lines, and like, of course, it's going to get very hot in there. So that makes enough sense. For this scenario, I I do agree that there is a connecting the dots there's not quite enough context to say oh of course he had heat stroke or of course there's a scenario in which uh, this would happen it's it's more of a uh this it's more of reverse engineering the um cerebral edema from you know my my understanding yeah so uh according to the uh rock solid source that is wikipedia uh, according to Lee's wife, Linda, Lee met producer Raymond Chow at 2 p.m. at home to discuss the making of the film Game of Death. They worked until 4 p.m., drove together to the home of Betty Ting. They went over the script at Ting's home, and Chow left to attend a dinner meeting. Okay, that must have been the Lazenby meeting that I, I guess Bruce wasn't at the meeting. Hold, hold on. I, I take this back, Wong. You're right. Because I actually remember back in 2001... There was a Minnesota Vikings tackle, Jesus and Christ. he died of heat stroke, or so they say. <laughs> and he was only 27 years old, and he's a professional athlete, and he didn't even remove his sweat glands like a big gay retard. What happened was there was a an ancient an ancient order of rap masters that were mad no, that he was like mixing little Vikings hip hop with his football. Yeah, the Vikings. You're right. Yeah, I mess, I fucked up the bit. I should have said Vikings. You're right. An order of Vikings that were angry about uh, a black man representing their their ancient order. <laughs> Vikings are religion. I, I will counter that by saying the man you're talking about is Corey Stringer. He died on August first, two thousand one. What did he know about nine eleven? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa! That's sounding very anti-Semitic of you right now, Wong. We don't, we don't. He was a big dude. He might have been the. Plane. What Mossad connections did he have? Let's be real, right? 
But that's the, like, okay, so, like, professional athletes do die of heat stroke, and they don't remove their sweat. Yeah, in the middle of a fucking, like, physically intensive Yeah, in the middle of a football game where you're doing, you're running 50 yards and getting jumped on by a bunch of other big sweaty dudes. Like, Bruce Lee was, like, reading lines, and even if he was actively banging Betty at the time, like, I'm sorry, like, Everyone here is in, like, reasonable shape. Have you ever had sex so hard that you collapsed from heat stroke? Wait, hold on. <laughs> if you haven't banged and been so dehydrated that you feel like you're going to die, I don't know. what. Like, if, is that just There's me? a difference between like, being dehydrated and, and, and actually having heat stroke. No. Heat stroke is an actual condition. Not. It's not just, like, something relative to, it, to how you feel. It's like an actual Dude, biological I'm... condition. Wait, Wong, wait. I am on like the 45th degree parallel, way up in the Northlands. I will get heat stroke, and it, that apartment will be sweltering. If he's dehydrated, doesn't have functioning armpits, and is banging on the equator, I, I bet I would be dead now. If I was in his position, just banging hot models in Hong Kong, dehydrated, I would have I would have been like, ugh, ugh. I need a painkiller. I have a. That's why you get a headache. You get the worst headache of your life when you're dehydrated. Like that is, I am one. Th- every time you open your mouth, I'm more entrenched that he died from armpit failure. Do you know how hot it was today where I live? One hundred and seventeen degrees. It's a hundred yeah, and seventeen degrees outside today. Do you know how many people died of heat stroke today? Zero. How do you know that? You don't know that. You're just making up shit. Oh, you got me. Also, I guess Bruce Lee died in natural oh, causes. You got me. Wait, wait. Hold on, Why? I have a follow-up question. Uh, how many of those people in the 117 degree he uh, had surgically malfunctioning armpits? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have sweat glands in other parts of your body. Yeah, that too. Like, I, I don't even know if my armpits are the sweatiest part of my body. So, like... I, I feel like that doesn't like entirely answer the question. My definitely get way sweatier than my armpits. Yeah, so that's... That, that like, just armpits, I don't... Like, I mean, of course, it's it's an important core body temperature thing as well, but it's... I, I don't think it's... Not, or, like, you know, the heat transfer area, I mean. But it's not... It, it's not the full answer. Dude, if he's, if he's getting armpit sweat glands removed, think how many other sweat glands he's getting removed. I bet he had ball sweat gland surgery, and he just, that was too embarrassing to tell See, me. this is bothering me a lot. <laughs> Why would you get your sweat gland removed? You're a fuck, like, this is how we maintain our body temperature. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm kind of on it's, your side, it's, Aaron. Yeah, it's <laughs> so dumb. Unphotogenic. Like, this is I how. Don't know what you, look, I'm not agreeing with the fact that he should have done it. <laughs> okay, I get that, but it's so stupid. Doing that is so stupid that I assume that you just make stupid choices all the time. Okay, so tell that to Jet Li's manager that was murdered by Win Entertainment. I get that, but we can't prove that he this guy was murdered by Win Entertainment. Well, all we can prove is that she married the mafia guy four years later. Four years is a long time, especially in Hollywood. Especially for a that's woman. like her whole career. <laughs> yeah. God damn that, it. Gosh. That sounds like a desperation move to cling on to some comfortable le- living style because uh, she's already 
over the hill at that point because actresses' careers last like five years. Well, no, it's because she had she fell into schizophrenia when people blamed her for killing Bruce Lee. We already that's open and shut case. Everyone knows that's an oh, a over dramatic woman being called out on her shit, and she's like, eh, "I'm the victim, actually. I'm schizophrenic now because of mean people." You can't just develop yeah, schizophrenia, you know, can pe- you? From pe- like people. People gave me so much shit for murdering Bruce Lee that I developed a mental condition which caused me to forget what happened the day he died. You can't... You Okay, that's that's a big thing. You can't develop schizophrenia from, like, your natural environment. It not it, like, actually like a chemical imbalance? Like, there, it, that's... Yeah, obviously she's lying about okay. that. She's... Okay, so if she's lying about it, then why is she lying? What is she trying to cover up? Because a bunch of fucking weirdos like you are chasing around saying, hey, we want our sweat glandless hero back and we think you murdered him because we're so sad. Well, I I think that's being a little rude, Aaron. (laughs) I think it's completely reasonable that this fucking sleuzy handing out pain medications from her purse with with no label on it uh, fucking and a guy dies afterward. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah. I think it's perfectly reasonable that he OD'd as well, though. I don't think that, like, it's 100% Okay, just... what about... But it, it, was, it wasn't an overdose, because remember, he, he had brain swelling. And taking aspirin and taking a tranquilizer doesn't cause your brain to swell. I think that... I want to know how hot it was that day. You tell, You can prove to me... The how hot it was in how hot was it in Hong Kong the day that Bruce Lee died? That shit's over ninety. I'm sticking by my theory. If it's under ninety, uh, all right, might have been a mob hit. <laughs> let's right, get let's to the see. bottom of this. Past weather Looking in Hong Kong, ninety degrees. Last two weeks, it was nope. ninety degrees Fahrenheit. Oh my god! Right wait, wait. on the right on the. <laughs> it was ninety degrees Fahrenheit that day. You said over ninety or below ninety. That was the hot. Make that a, was the make high. A decision, Aaron. Make a decision. I said if it was under 90, <laughs> I would say that, but I... Yeah. Dude, I feel like Bob Barker should pop out and give me $100. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the nail on the head. It was a scorching day. The temperature was 90 degrees Fahrenheit and the humidity at 84%. The hottest day of the month. Yeah. Really? What? What DAA in the winter? March? No. Like- I feel like Hong Kong would get way higher. July. It was in July. July. Excuse me. Hong Kong's not that hot then? No, it's... Uh, well, it's so close to the equator, It's it doesn't get scorching hot, but there's so much humidity. Um, I don't I don't even consider 84% uh, humidity like that high, is it? You that's see more in like... No, not, not compared oh, to like a that's, tropical, subtropical. Yeah. They go down to like a Louisiana, Tennessee. I mean... I can understand that. I if I was in that in that climate, I'd be sweltering. But like, I'm not used to uh, humid temperatures, so I, I think 90 degrees for someone that's like acclimated to it is not that bad. But if you're fucking some uh, actress's brains out for two and a half hours, maybe. <laughs> and then go take a nap, uh, close windows or something. I don't know. Yeah, where but but I mean, not like, regulating the environment. Yeah. Okay. Also, we don't know what, what did this do work out at all that day? Because it seems like it worked out all the we time. We just over he's like in meetings all day or something. I don't know. It seems no, like I'm sure he yeah. sure worked out that day. So the the day started for him doing like a movie production stuff, like reading scripts and sitting down with people and not doing any physical activities. Started at two p.m. 
what he did before that uh, in the morning of that day is is not documented. Like whether he worked out in the morning or something. Feel like mystery. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm. Uh, this is what I'll say for my closing statement. I don't know if I can say it was a hit, but it's less retarded than I thought. And I wish there was some connection between Betty Ling Ping and ancient kung fu people. That would be dope. <laughs> That would be pretty cool. But it doesn't seem to be. There doesn't seem to be, so I think it's a stretch to call it a clear cut. The connection you have to make then, she married the mafia she married into the mafia. What you have to the connection you need to make is the mafia connected to the ancient kung fu people. That is that is the loosest connection that you can make to make this work. Why don't we just say the mafia killed them? Like the, the ancient kung fu is uh like I there well, I guess that's half the motivation. The mafia me. could yeah. have taken out the hit, but the ancient kung fu um, like cartel could have been the people that ordered the hit, paid for it. Yeah, but there's no proof of them ordering hits. There's no, there's no proof that the ancient kung fu kung fu people. Did make but what hit. about the Chinese government? Wait, what, what do you want a fucking receipt? Like, do you want a personal check from the grandmaster of the? fucking Shaolin school to the to the triads with a note on it that says assassinate Bruce Lee <laughs> no what I want is there to be any case that they're not just a bunch of gay old guys that are getting beat up by like random MMA <laughs> dudes and getting embarrassed and then that guy's not even dead they literally lowered his social credit score like oh you you can't ride they I, forced my favorite him to be homeless he couldn't ride well, they go. <laughs> they you can't ride fast homeless. trains. I was like, so this, but you can't I, buy a rent or you, even like purchase a hotel room, dude. He was uh, he was homeless. No, you're right. I wasn't setting up a joke <laughs> at all. I wasn't doing that. I was definitely making. I don't a fucking care. Point. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> well, not not now. Now you ruined it. Um. So, anyways, I. Uh, my girlfriend just came in to yell at me that I'm being too loud. Way to go. Now it's a Chinese conspiracy. She's about to hand me an aspirin. over. You're in the hot air conditioning room of the, the house, aren't you too, Aaron? It's really hot in there? Yeah. I know. Yeah. They're gonna call it heat stroke. I'm dying over here. I have to uh, the, the, the heads look like it's Yeah, I have to, like I have to I'm gonna drop dead in a second. Oh, oh god. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So that's my closing statement. What what about Bob and Josh? Are you guys are you guys convinced? Uh, what are you convinced happened before Eric? We let him do his closing statement. It sounds like this guy was just really high risk. Like between uh, taking drugs from women and uh, <laughs> getting his arm armpit sweat glands removed and having an involvement or well it, uh, having an affair, causing offense to the mafia, causing offense to the mafia and uh, the Chinese kung fu schools. Um, this guy, like, I don't know. I'll, I'll just uh, summarize it with a, a you know nice simple some nice simple go to phrase. Uh, he was asking for it. <laughs> oh, you could say it was death by misadventure. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, like everything I listed is an unnecessary risk that he took in his life. Voila, death by misadventure. Doctor Jimi Hendrix's doctor is right. Yeah, heavens forbid that you connect uh, the triad, the one of the most powerful Chinese mafias, to not resort to violence, 
not resort to killing someone. That is totally. Uh, I don't know. I don't see like the the need for a connection between like the ancient kung fu masters and the triad. The triad already has a connection to the the Chinese government, and the Chinese government is trying to preserve Chinese culture at any cost necessary, basically. So whether it was connection between the kung fu masters or the government itself, um, I I don't I don't see the need for that connection, and I I think it's pretty obvious that people wanted him dead. They wanted him out of the picture. Would you agree with that? Aaron, there is a motive. No, I don't think it's obvious that people wanted him out of the picture. That, I think it's like maybe, but how much conviction would there? Can you prove was behind that? Like gun to my head, he was murdered, and I have to be right. I would say no, but it's I would not feel super comfortable about have to having the answer. That <laughs> so I'm not. I don't think it's retarded that he was killed now, because I'm like uh, I can't prove that he wasn't but my hunch is that he wasn't okay, okay. any closing thoughts Aaron? eric i mean i think i think the information speaks for itself i think bruce lee was murdered by a mafia princess the mafia later went on to bully jet lee and andy Lau, two other massive chinese movie stars that establishes a, a pattern of behavior that you just can't deny and the connections there i mean what are really the odds you know, it's, it would be one thing if Betty Ting uh, was, was, was banging um, Charles Hung, the leader of Win Entertainment, the, the, uh, the, the mafia prince. But for her to actually marry him, sire a child with him, live her life with him, it just seems a little too convenient. You know she was involved with that guy way before they ever got married. Several years before, like that's just completely... yeah. Well, I mean, bear in mind again, he wasn't known for being a mafioso. He was known for being a film producer. She was an actress. Yeah, she knew him. They're in the same industry. Oh my god! Yeah, Th- there was a total. They were. How many more roles did you get? <laughs> I'm not buying it, but I I I would be interested to hear some voicemails from people about this one. I want voicemails saying whether or not you think Bruce Lee was murdered, or if he was uh, he was the f- first trans kung fu master transitioned into a retard without armpits. He was the first femboy. <laughs> he was attempting to be the first femboy <laughs> of Hollywood. You could make the case that Bruce Lee was a twink. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, I hear we have some scientists discovered, right? Well, Josh pointed out a second a second article here, but I think I have a pretty good one. <laughs> oh, man. Double dip. I think we might double dip here. But my the one I found um, is titled, this is by Popular Mechanics, um, Some Scientists Believe the Universe is Conscious. So. Oh. <laughs> Bob, what... what would it mean for the universe to even have a consciousness like is there is it the omnipresent god surrounding us uh is that is that what's supposedly going on how how does this work so to dig through this article uh it is so convoluted it is so it really is it's so hard to get through it's one of like the worst written it's a really short article too (laughs) 
Yeah, but it's just so hard. Like every paragraph, you want to like fucking, you know, fucking. What did he take that day? What did Bruce Lee take? Bullet. <laughs> just sick, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you just want to pop one of those just to get through the motherfucker. So the 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 principle behind like this theory is that a, a bunch of uh, physicists and mathematicians have decided that consciousness comes through quantum mechanics rather than um, synapses firing in your uh, cerebral cortex and like in your brain. So they're saying it's is based in matter, not in your actual like in, in your brain chemistry or anything like that. Wait, and what, so what, what, the... what they're saying is that inanimate objects like rocks and shit like that are conscious. Obviously. <laughs> so you're when you're dead, you're conscious? Uh yes. The dead body would did be Aaron conscious. Aaron just debunk this like instantly. <laughs> it reminds me of that that bit from uh uh Scary Movie 3, How Do You Wake Up Dead? Uh <laughs> I don't remember that bit. Oh, it, I don't remember that either. It's like actually. how do you wake up dead cuz you're alive when you go to sleep? But if you're dead, how do you wake up? <laughs> well, you don't know you're dead until you've already died. And they, they argue for like several minutes. Of, I, I'm going to butcher it if I try to go any further, but look it up. It's funny. <laughs> the, uh, you know what this really just says to me whenever I hear these articles? It's like, it's another example of finding religion, but like with a gay guy in a lab coat. It's I... Like, I w- <laughs> Everything has a consciousness, man. We're all connected, and you reincarnate as a you reincarnate as yourself, but dead. But you have consciousness now. Like, yeah, okay. What do you talk to your coffin? Because you might as well. It has consciousness. Through science, we discovered one is all, and all is one. Even though that's what religion has been <laughs> stating for thousands of years. <laughs> yeah, here, here's a here's a line from the article to give an idea of how how convoluted it is. Uh, Some scientists have posited that the thing we think of as consciousness is made of micro-scale quantum physics events and other spooky actions at a distance, somehow fluttering inside our brains and generating conscious thoughts. And somehow, that is the key word. Wait, hold on. That's like the key word. And somehow generates conscious thoughts. (laughs) This is 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 where you know they're bluffing. Oh, somehow. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I swear to God, if I'm in real life and a guy is like, I'm a physicist, and then he starts telling me, explaining something this stupid to me, and uses the word quantum, and like not ironically, I'm going to punch him straight in the dick. <laughs> I promise. I make an oath that I will do that because I swear, if I have to listen to the word quantum ever used unironically ever again, I'm going to kill somebody i'm looking forward to the next cabin (laughs) (laughs) yeah but reading this article sounds like a a mysterious universe episode of like a a pseudoscience um you know magical sort of thing where it's it's if i understand correctly it's talking a part of the argument is talking about uh that there are um undefined interactions between things in the universe sometimes at a distance so like the the, like the spooky actions at a distance like there's some ghostly connection between all things and that's consciousness i guess so it it, there's a 
quote here that says, this claims consciousness is inherent in even the tiniest pieces of matter. An idea that suggests that the fundamental building blocks of reality have conscious experience. Crucially, it implies consciousness could be found throughout the universe. So, I don't know if you caught that. So, so if, 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 if this is true, if this is true, then vegans no longer have the moral high ground. Yes. Because if everything <laughs> is conscious, then them, like, harvesting heads of lettuce to feed themselves is just as bad as killing a chicken. No, there, there is, um... There's plenty of evidence of plants having uh, pain responses and like so far as, you know, suffering of and like ha having physical reactions to that and like changing about whatever. Uh, and, you know, so far as a, a net uh, pain suffering of, of the things goes scale, the vegans regardless don't have the high ground. Or moral high ground. I mean, you're, you're right about that. Yeah, they never. never well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, in, ter in terms <laughs> of causing other things suffering, that's 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 what I mean. But like, it all it is to have the moral high ground as a vegan. I, I, honestly, you know what? Plants don't feel pain. Go stop. That I I don't even care if they have pain receptors and they react to things. No, yeah, it's not pain. It's not the well, same. Well, because they're not conscious. But well, yeah, well, they also don't have a nervous system to process that that pain response into something meaningful like 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 animals have like a nervous system in a brain that says like hey this is pain this is bad you should stop doing whatever's causing that like a plant doesn't have a a, a nervous system a brain to process that um stimulus but yeah yeah it, it, but the it, so trying to like have those like gotcha moments with people that already have a retarded stance though like vegans like the reason their stance is retarded is uh you know how many like they'll just crush thousands of bugs just driving their car like what at what point which lives are valuable and which ones aren't is a preposterous argument that you can go eight million different ways. So you're just saying my philosophy on it is the right one, and I'm morally superior just, because of it. Just eat the just eat the bugs, bigot. <laughs> so what what I'm hearing is that uh, people who saw um, uh, Jiminy Cricket as a who grew up uh, seeing Jiminy Cricket and can sympathize with an insect would not be vegans because they have more perspective than people only who only saw uh, you know. Uh, anthropomorphized or mammal animals something stupid uh, literally they think everything with a face is bambi like yes they're just that. children so it's so let me stupid. break down what this article is entirely about because it kind of it it kind of makes you question why it was written in the first place because okay here we go so in the 1989 book and 2014 paper where he detailed his belief that our brain's microprocesses can be used to model things about the whole universe, the resulting theory is called Integrated Information Theory, IIT, and it's an abstract, quote-unquote, highly mathematical form of philosophy we've been reviewing. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the greatest description I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and what's the title of this article again? <laughs> the title is Some Scientists Believe the Universe is Conscious. <laughs> uh, I Just throw scientists yeah. in there. 
and then then just go off with your philosophy. This is no different than if I was a scientist and I'm like, some scientists believe that a solar system is the same as an atom, and it's just the atom in a giant. And like, <laughs> it's who cares what scientists? Well, well are believe? you saying the planets aren't actually in orbitals around the sun, but we're actually in a quantum field, and you don't really know where we're at around the sun? Well, well, in, in oh. order in order for the planets to be orbit to orbit around the sun, wouldn't they have to be spherical? I don't believe in any of that in the first place. I'm talking about yeah, that was a, like a that hypothetical, was a just how they do articles. That was a, a presupposition by Josh there that didn't really uh, account for the worldview of everyone in this in this podcast at the moment. <laughs> it was very discriminatory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just close-minded to begin it like that. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so Bob... <laughs> How does I this go? love. Hold, hold on, I love this part. This article continues. If your brain has almost countless inter, uh, interrelated systems, then the entire universe must have virtually infinite ones. And if that's where consciousness accumulates, if then the universe must have a lot of phi. <laughs> like the the, the Greek letter. I don't know what they're using to represent, but the uh, it's the variable. They, they don't explain it in the article at all. Oh, well, they just, okay. They Sorry, just, con- consciousness or phi. So they're using it yeah. as a measure, or a, phi, a yeah. uh, quantization of consciousness, as it were. Yeah. The theory consists of a very complicated algorithm that, when applied to a detailed mathematical description of a physical system, provides information about whether the system is conscious or not, and whether... It's it is conscious of all about space. Oh, okay, never mind. It, it doesn't make any is sense. This just, it, it is this just another that British guy being like, we don't have souls because I didn't measure any forces in our bodies that uh, would be our souls puppeting us. It doesn't understand what the concept of a soul is. Like the, 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 whoever wrote this article is one making shit up and two uh, doesn't understand what is in consciousness. Yes, basically. That's one of my favorite ones ever. Is the guy's like, "Oh, I couldn't measure a soul, so I couldn't weigh it in in this fucking <laughs> oh, device, so it doesn't exist." Like, but he believes in dark matter, which is the same. Which they can't thing. measure. Well, he can yeah. measure that in that device. Oh, yeah. Oh no, no, no okay, sorry. <laughs> he sorry, can't measure that. any of it. So, uh, Bob, were you saying there was a a second discovery that scientists had in uh the, this week? Yes, they had a great recommended article. <laughs> I love the language in this title. <laughs> Aaron, go ahead and read it. Scientists oh, are pretty sure they found a portal to the fifth dimension. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty sure. <laughs> oh, wait. What never mind. This? That was the door oh, to no, the Wendy's. What is this picture? No, what they just did is... That's the fifth dimension. What is a... They can't even describe to you what is the fifth dimension. What is the fifth let dimension? Me, let me read the first bullet point under the photo. Or under the picture, the, the composite picture, dark matter could be could be the result of fermions pushed into a warped fifth dimension. <laughs> did, did... <sighs> okay, so let me just break this down real quick. We know what a one-dimensional object is; it's just a point. Two-dimensional line, three-dimensional are like yeah. our world. We have height, width, length. Fourth dimension is time. What the fuck is the fifth dimension? You define to me what would be the fifth dimension, and don't just say a made-up word like fermion. 
Oh no, fermions is the fifth dimension. Oh, what's that? <laughs> no, you no, wouldn't no, get no, it. no. It's like, it's it's, it's highly the process of fermions being pushed into a warped fifth dimension. Let's get that straight. You need to get that on a technical basis because you can't just start. But they can't even define what would be a fifth dimension. That's the fucking stupidest part. Why is it, why is it a it's warped something fish? you can't conceive of because it doesn't exist in your realm of reality. Why, why is this a warped fifth dimension? Like, how's that different from regular fifth dimension? What? The, what uh, <laughs> I'm trying to see what it even supposed to be. A new study claims to have found an explanation uh, an explanation for dark matter, but relies on the discovery of a particle which leads to another dimension. So they 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 came up with a theory. They came up with a theory, and all they have to do to prove this theory is to find a particle that they've never found before, <laughs> which may also lead to another dimension that we can't define or yeah that leads to the sixth dimension they can't they can't figure out what the fifth one is but they there's definitely oh, a sixth. God. Yeah. eric do you love the science like, as, as much as uh, some of us do i i believe in science so with a capital s yes that's the best the best kind then this is for you <laughs> aren't you excited to go to the fifth dimension with the fermions through the warp gate in the the way the dark matter is that the same dimension that the clockwork elves are in? <laughs> and they even, at the very bottom of the article, at, at the very bottom of... Lie, if, if, if I have to chew on some, like, molested dead child's uh, adrenal gland just to see the fifth dimension, I'd, I'd rather just, I'll pass. Oh, I guess you don't really like, don't really like science. I guess not. True fan of the show, Jeffrey I Epstein presume. was a scientist. <laughs> At the very end of this article, they actually like admit, how would we observe this kind of dark matter in order to verify it? To date, this is the holdup on many different theories of dark matter. <laughs> well, they have no idea. They have no idea. And they're saying that they well, can reach the, the next dimension. <laughs> that's my favorite part about pretty much any argument between like like faith and science. And I'm not a religious person, but like, like a uh, someone will say, like oh, I can't believe people believe in God. It's so stupid. Like you can't see God. He's not there. You can't interact with them. But I believe in this dark matter stuff. You can't interact with it. You can't see it. <laughs> but but it's definitely there. And it's like you know you know you're just kind of saying the same thing. My my favorite thing is that they're like, well, we know it's there because we were looking at a at a solar system and how it moved. That's a billion light years away. And you're like. <laughs> Who was, what are you talking about? You've never looked at anything a billion light years away. That's so far you can't conceive of how far that is in your mind. But you think that there's a guy in a lab coat with a fucking telescope going, Ooh, look, look how this star's moving. That's how I know the dark matter is real. Like, it's that dumb. This sentence might as well start with once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In galaxy far, far away. That we, yep. In um, a university. I mean, <laughs> a university far far, excuse me. Uh, so um I, I'm I'm wondering uh really what is the difference between a, a lab coat and a priest's robes and uh when was the lab coat adopted? Like uh, you know, when did scientists start wearing their, their goofy little lab coats? 
Oh yeah, when was the lab coat invented? That is a great yeah. I, I hope it corresponds perfectly with some you know science conspiracy thing. Nineteen forty-eight. I, I can't. I can't. Is that what it says? When Israel was ma- no. I'm sorry. Oh fuck you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because, like, dude, everything happened in 1947 and 1948. Everything. I'm pretty sure German scientists had lab coats when they were uh, doing their thing. Yeah, I mean, they had, like, plague doctor suits and stuff. So they had the the old scientist uniforms. Scientist slash doctor uniforms for a while. Uh, So the lab coat's got to be pretty damn old. Yeah, yeah. The modern white coat was introduced to medicine in the late 1800s as a symbol of cleanliness. It, oh, was that with like the breakthrough of hygiene uh, when people figured out that they need to wash their hands before they start showing yeah, yeah. It into I think people's it was like the, open um, like body wounds? <laughs> it was probably legitimately started by like the AMA. <laughs> well, the AMA wasn't around in the 1800s, but yes, they, they were. Fashion. Yeah, they yeah, they just, in like the 1870s. Yeah, yeah, they were. They just didn't like do their modern thing or you know. Oh, whatever. okay. Yeah, they just weren't bought by Rockefeller yet until like 1910. Okay. All right. Great. I think that puts a wrap on this episode right, of Fucking Homo. Uh, Eric, thanks a lot for joining us and bringing in a divisive topic. Um, or... <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah, it really and divided it... the uh, normal people between the retards of <laughs> Kung Fu assassins for killing Bruce Lee. No. <laughs> no, thank you. It was very fun. <laughs> I remember to call in with your vote of how you think Bruce Lee actually died. Yeah, call in because I think that that is. I can't. I can't trust an assassination. Why would you assassinate a guy who doesn't? Even say <laughs> waste of an assassination. He's just gonna overheat himself. Why would you do it? Why would you waste the man effort? <laughs> yeah, he's already <laughs> just, just literally let him go combust. for his morning run, and then he gets hot and his brain swells up because that's what happens when you have fucking heat stroke. <laughs> uh, according to what I've, whatever I read. That, this has been episode. 50. Yeah, Josh read one article on the internet, so it's uh, that definitely happened. Josh, did the article you read start with "Once Upon a Time"? <laughs> "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." That's uh, I watched that. And Bruce Lee died in it. Perfect. There it is. That's the connection. Gene LaBelle murdered Bruce Lee. <laughs> and that's a wrap at episode fifty-four of OK. Hear me out. Thanks for listening. Have a good night, guys. Calling this the Chinese virus. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? Virus. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese? Why do you keep calling this the Chinese? Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. 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 It comes from China. 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 Whatever, fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. You've got mail. What the fuck?